Yeah, now it's recording. But you know, we just we'll get into it. We'll get into it. Oh fuck. Um, so what you been up to? Not a whole lot. How <laughs> <laughs> was the? <laughs> we just fucked our segue. No, um, no, but I did. I did want to go see Ghost, but I just, I, I, if it was just if it was them at like the Diamond Ballroom. Mm. And it was like twenty dollars or how much were the tickets That's, for that? They were expensive. I, it, it was pretty I think expensive, they were like close to forty something like that. Because it was at the Ford Center, right? It was at the Ford Center. And no, the yeah. Chesapeake Arena. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Semantics. Semantics. Yeah. Uh, and it was Deftones, and who was the other? Uh, Avenged Sevenfold. Seven That's right. So, yeah, not enough for me to like. Yeah. It's like they'll come back around, and yeah, they'll be through. I fucking dig on Ghosts so much. It's, you know, I. I yeah, I get what you're saying, but I, I would have. It's Ghost BC, right? Yep. In the now. in the United States, it, 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 do you know why? I know there was some kind of legal thing. Is there a band called Ghost I, that's no, here? No, I don't know about the Ghost part, but I know that there's a band called Bison BC that wasn't happy whenever they switched over to PC here. Oh, really? But yeah. I mean, everyone keeps even even though like their latest album, which I cannot pronounce, Infesta Musum or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, like. It's, you know, Ghost BC in the United States. Everyone just still calls them Ghost. Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of like, all right, cool. I'm sure it's a legal thing. Yeah. It, I don't know exactly what, what the deal is. I would have wanted to go see him, but I completely forgot that that concert was coming. I completely yeah. forgot. Um, and I would have I gone to go see it because Bree's totally into the Deftones. And, yeah. I'm, and I, I would go see Avenged Sevenfold. And if I had an excuse to go, like Deftones she wanted to go see Deftones... Yeah. I would say, yeah, sure, I'll go see it because I would check out Vincent. Yeah. I mean, I never celebrated Deftones' entire catalog, but as far as like the kind of those type of bands that came up around that time, they were I thought they were the best out of all. They were very representative of the genre. Yeah, so I would recommend the Windhand show that's coming up though for sure. I want you. Yes. I just I just sounds like a fucking <clears throat> a Viking funeral. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you ever listen to Rainbows Are Free? Uh, yeah, big yeah. time. Okay, yeah, cool. <laughs> okay, I keep I saw okay the, the first and only time I went to Guest Room Records I saw they had a Rainbows Are Free mm-hmm. LP. Yep. And I was like, Believers in I need to kind of check it out. It's amazing. Well, so. when you went when you go see him when we went to saw him when we went to saw him when we went to saw him at uh, <laughs> Norman Music Festival. And they were playing. They were one of the. I they weren't the headliner, but they were on the main stage. Mm-hmm. They, and they were like dressed in like cloaks and. and they were dressed in like ago, yeah. yeah, that was two years ago. They were dressed in like magicians' outfits, like yeah. like wizards and the big cloaks and beards mm-hmm. and everything. And it was like ninety five degrees <laughs> it outside. Was, it was hot as shit. Yeah. <laughs> Brandon had that. He had like a big old beard. He like shakes up, throws it. You know, he goes uh, crazy with the theatrics. I've seen him. Mm-hmm. I've seen him a few times. We, we saw him over at the deli too. Yeah. But they're. They're cool. They're a band that you would like a lot. Yeah, I'm digging like this new metal that's coming. Or I wouldn't say it's new metal, but it's sort of like kind of going back to basics. So almost you could say like what punk rock did for, I guess, rock in general. New, like new metal as in it's N-E-W. N-E-W. Yeah. I would almost you could say it called. I I don't know if anyone else has said it, and maybe I'm not. You know, I'm stepping getting ahead of myself, but maybe neo doom metal. Because it's like doom metal, and it's like black stuff. So it's like, it's heavy, but it's not like, you know, Cookie Monster vocals. And like, it's, a, it's a mix between doom and stoner rock. I yeah. Because so, he actually does sing, but he also screams, too. Yeah, which but it's like, a, it's a good scream. It's not like, which has it's room for it. You can understand what he's saying. Yeah, which there's room for each one. I like it, but my favorite metal is when, you know, someone sings like Iron Maiden or even Ghost. Right. So like, um, was like Papa uh, Emeritus II. Yeah, yeah. Which is funny, because like, the whole joke to begin with, he was just a Papa, Mer- Papa, a Pope Emeritus, 
because it's just like this because there's never been like a, a, a pope emeritus but then you know the last pope stepped down so it's like all right i guess i'm gonna have to call myself the second because there really is a pope emeritus <laughs> yeah. now so but um no i just dig it you know i, I just i dig a lot of that new yeah, stuff paul bear is pretty good so there's probably a band they're playing on getting around anymore but i really got into it's called viking skull i, I remember viking skull they were pretty cool Okay, they're on that uh, Viva Bands comps, right? Yeah. If if he if Band did anything for me, it was turning me on to some really good music yeah. that I never would have known about. Like him? Yeah. I actually <laughs> dig on I actually dig on him a little bit. You know, I haven't really. Have they put anything out lately? Uh, yeah, they had I don't even know him. him but I just know that Bam loves him. Yeah. Yeah. Bam loves him <laughs> or H I M. It was um, that was another one when it came over. They coming from to from Finland to. The U.S. Mm -hmm. when they first their first album they put out it was actually called Her, H E R. I remember that because there was already some shitty band. They were I think they were a Christian band. Yeah, I'm pretty like sure. That. Yeah, I remember I remember that. No, we're just I've like, actually, I've actually got that album. They re-released it later with the actual hymn, mm -hmm. but I've, I've still got the uh, the Her album. Him, her, you know her. Just uh, kind of segue this conversation in the movies. Just have you seen that documentary? As it last days here. I, I always get the name messed up, but it's about the lead singer of Pentagram. I, I've heard about it. I haven't seen it. It's on Netflix, yet. but it's it's really good because it's like Pentagram was kind of one of those like bands that, but during like when Sabbath era and, and yeah, and like you know Led Zeppelin, they kind of like dealt with sort of like that the dark side of music, and they're an American band, and I think they were, were they could have been big, band. they could have been big, they or they could have like at least made a mark, but their singer he just got really involved in drugs and just like low self-esteem issues so yeah. he was almost kind of like a, a less talented Sid Barrett <laughs> very influential in the music scene though yeah and like the whole documentary this guy starts a documentary because he just he's rummaging through you know records and he comes across pentagram he's like who are this who are these guys and puts it on and just fell in love with it and so it's kind of like it's almost like he was like a like a metal archaeologist almost to, to, <laughs> to an extent, and he, Is that he a job? can I apply for that job? Yeah, go for it. That'd be sweet. That'd be sweet. But yeah, he just kind of dedicated his his life to try to get this guy up and running, and it's like he he just he has talent. He just needs to fight off a few demons, and this guy was like living with his parents, and he was fucking wrecked. You know what would be funny though? I mean, if, if you think about it in a different like a like a broader scope, I mean, a lot of people that are talented they have their issues a lot of it is motivational issues mm -hmm. like they don't know what specific avenues to take to become successful and then they lose the drive to do it so then having a guy find their stuff like 20 or 30 years later and come to them and say hey man you really got to do this because you're awesome the guy's like oh man i suck yeah. you know it's just he doesn't have yeah. the motivation to do it it's it's hard to, it would be hard to actually recreate that because you don't have someone that has the drive to do it anymore. And they didn't mm -hmm. really have, they just had an outlet for something. And maybe they didn't want to become a big rock star or something. They just, that was what they did at the time because that was what they were driven they had to the, They had the fantasy, but they didn't like, when it came to doing real shit, it mm -hmm. was like There's a lot of things that come along with it that you're just not ready for. And you decide that that's not what you want to do. And, and if you're not totally. ready for it, if, if yeah. it's not what you want to do, and then you have somebody coming to you 20 years later saying, hey man, you should do this. And like... Fuck, I didn't yeah. want to do that back then. Why I would I want to do it now? Yeah. <laughs> well, well, the guy he he would he was he would release some albums and stuff, but the, he just kept on relapsing in the drugs. And this guy, he he was They're actually playing right around. now, touring. Yeah, he's got it's kind of like a, I'd say, 
Um, another documentary, if you haven't seen, was Anvil. I was going to say Anvil. Anvil's fucking awesome. Did you ever watch that, Matt? No. God damn Anvil, it. the story of Anvil? <laughs> yeah, the story of Anvil. <laughs> it is fucking awesome. It really I is. I've seen that one. Oh, that's on, I think, Netflix, right. too. That was a VH1 yeah. documentary. And it's cool to see these bands. And, and they were doing big, like, rock shows with, like, fucking... They even showed, like, it was, like, a They're promo. Canadian band, right? Yeah. They're, like, a Jewish-Canadian band. <laughs> A Jewish Canadian metal band. Yeah. Jewish Canadian metal. Yeah. Well, there's there's a be clear here. Well, the, the the lead singer, he was a guitar player. He used to like take a vibrator and fucking run it up his fucking guitar. <laughs> but yeah, that sounded interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah it did. But it, it's a good story, and it's kind of like the trials and tribulations, and they were pl- showing them playing like doing this European tour, and they're it's it's a fucking clusterfuck. What's that? The I can't remember the name of the band, but the guy that was uh, the lead singer for it, and he was in fucking Clue. Oh, Lee Vang, Fear? Yes, Lee Vang from Fear, yeah. It's funny, we watched Clue the other night. Oh, did you? Because <laughs> yeah, we, we just watched the other time. night um, that Sound City documentary that Dave Grohl did. Oh, yeah. Oh, and, I haven't seen uh, that yet. It's very good. Yeah, and um, Lee Vang actually does a track with them. They record Fuck They yes. record a whole track. Yeah. And because they're going to put the album out. And they, I don't know, it may already be out. I just didn't know about it, but it's, it's out. Okay, yeah. okay. Because yep. I remember they were they were, did a whole bunch of tracks. They did stuff. They did all kinds of people. I mean, yeah. like uh, Joshua Homies on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else um, was it? Stevie Nicks. and that's a Rick Springfield. Yeah, yeah. It's a very uh, this is amazing. Very eclectic. <laughs> yeah, eclectic. Thank you. That's awesome. <laughs> but yeah, it's he. I saw him, and I thought I just specifically thought about you because that's who I really think about um, when I see that guy. But yeah, he looks least, really old. Oh yeah, he, 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 <laughs> that's my thought about you. Okay, that guy, that guy lived a lot of life, man. Yeah. Fucking Lee. It's funny because I only knew Lee Ving from the movies uh-huh. for the longest time. Like he was in that. He was in the, the, um, old Linda Hamilton, uh, Tommy Lee Jones movie, uh, Black Moon Rising or something like that. It was like about a supercar or something. Oh yeah. That John Carpenter uh, wrote. This guy right um, but Lee Ving, face. yeah. But then I realized, oh wait, he's in a punk band. And fear, it's like, what was one of their songs? It's like, New York's a great place if you love saxophones. But it's like, it's a fucking, like... And, they're a punk band. Oh, yeah. And they have, like, that notorious, like... It's true punk. S- yeah, they're dude. a fucking... Okay. Yeah. They, it's not this shit that they put on. I'm so fucking pissed off. I mean... The old, the old, Here, let me move the mic a little closer. Yeah, the old, right. the old punk, punk goes pop albums. You know, punk goes 80. Mm-hmm. With punk bands. Now it's this new metal, mathcore, screamo bullshit that's considered punk, and it really pisses me off. If you've got a really fast beat and somebody's screaming, they say it's punk. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's not. I mean, it's fucking... It's young people with emotions, so it's punk. Yeah, not you, really. It, it kind of goes back to our punk rock show that we did. You know, it's like that uh, the Decline of Western Civilization documentary where fear is playing... And the entire time they were fucking insulting their audience, like it's really great to be here with you fucking pieces of shit. And they're spitting on their this fucking like girls getting up like leaving pie facener and stuff. It's like it's we're great to be here, well, you fucking assholes. It's like everything though. I mean, when something was underground and it becomes popular because people are into it, it becomes commercialized and it becomes watered down. It's, it's, just, it's not it's so just much that. A, it's like saying that it was Green Day. Green Day did it. <laughs> yeah, we'll blame, blame Green Day. No, but it's like Green Day. it's like I don't even know how to relate it. I don't know. I'm not. Hey, take your time. Yeah, hey, we'll it, edit this. Take your no, time. It, it's like I don't know if this is what you're trying to say exactly, but 
It's like if we have something that's really small that you like that nobody really knows about, and then something becomes big, and then because almost because of everybody liking it, it kind of deflates the meaning of it a little bit. No, no, it? it's just it's a totally different style of music. It's like saying bluegrass is the new heavy metal. You take you take this old style of punk music, and you compare it to what they consider punk nowadays. You mean they're sort of rebranding an old style or something? Is that what... no? It just it it doesn't. It needs its own label, like bluegrass uh, has okay. its label. Bluegrass punk has its band punk. This shit is called mathcore. It's yeah. It's just it's just the way things have, the music start... scene has evolved though, and that's what people consider punk they're... now, and it sucks. But that that wasn't. The original punk that was never something that was really commercial. There was never going to be something that was going to be bought by the masses. No, that's that's fine. And, and, and that, and that, that and had its, its own merits. It's not the whole and I'm not, it's not the whole hipster bullshit that I care about. It's just like, hey, that's a cool cat you got. No, it's a dog. No, it, it, it's a cat. I'm saying it's, call, it's just call labels. Cats nowadays. It's just labels. That's the only yeah, now. the only devil advocacy to put it that way is that a lot of times, like a metal scene, there's a lot of over compartmentalization. Where they start applying like seven different like words to a certain like subgenre, it's like guys. Well, okay, this is still like metal, you know. It's not like new math grindcore, you know. Whatever. Yeah. Just call it metal, guys. Everything's kind of becoming more and more and more niche, and right. it's just like. But even like I say, even on these punk goes pop albums or punk goes Christmas now, it's still not punk, punk goes Christmas. Yeah, they, they they did a new one, <laughs> but it's. It shouldn't be called God punk. It. Right. it should be called metal because it's yeah. metal. It's not punk. Yeah, it's like the it. Yeah, the lines. It, essentially, in twenty years, punk is just to be just a part of the mythology. Yeah. That, that's my segue. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's my segue. Was, it's, it's I, like, get started. I was waiting. I was waiting because we were going to continue talking about music. And did you guys you ever see the, the, the? No, just when you started saying that, I was just like. All right, here's my window. Here's my window. <laughs> Did you guys ever see the documentary Until the Light Takes Us? No. It's on. I think it's on Netflix, but it's a documentary on Norwegian black metal. I did. Okay, I was like, yes. So yes, that's pretty fucking. That's pretty fucking brutal. It's, it's about the black metal, metal like like hardcore black metal like uh, Norwegian guys. Like they're like fucking yeah. burning churches and fucking yeah, murdering yeah. people and shit. Which goes into the whole. Mythology. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but you're uh, right because uh, Vikings. Yeah, because the, their their whole scene is kind of like about you know anti-Christian because it's like you know they think like Christianity has destroyed their culture because like without Christianity they would have had their like well there's that and that's, and that's what Viking yeah. you know Vikings was is it wasn't because they were you know they had their own Norse gods and things like that and it wasn't so much that their gods were different. It was the Christians were coming over there and cramming their religion down their throat saying, you guys are wrong. Well, sir, why don't you give us an intro here? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Let's get this shit started proper. All right, Day 6 Media, as always, Matt from Hill. This is Eric King. Rodney McKinley. Corey Futrell. Corey Futrell, back. Yeah, I was going to say. Second. Two-timer, Mr. Uh, two. Hackett Jack. <laughs> You're the first Hatchet person Henry. that we've had on two times in two separate recording sessions. That's right. Yeah. Hatchet, Hatchet Jack Henry, which I, I believe you should probably change your nickname to Butterknife Henry first. Oh, come and on. Then, and then graduate, because I've seen the videos. You're a fucking dangerous motherfucker with yeah. a hatchet. Right there. 
This guy. He about took his leg this off. This weekend. We'll have to take a picture of that. Yeah. Uh, All right. So true real hatchet jack. We do, we do need to take a picture because we haven't taken a picture with a fucking guest. I missed that time. This time I take a picture. What the fuck were you doing? Splitting wood. Yeah. And there uh, was a piece that was just way softer than I thought it was, and I gave it the full hatchet jack swing, <laughs> and it came through and just go right there! Right no, shit. with a hatchet or with an actual axe? Oh, axe. Big, okay. like okay. Four, three foot axe. You know, I just, I don't know why. It, I just, just, just how my mind connects to things. I just imagine you're like pissed at that, and you keep chopping, and this fat oh, kid with a fucking like so angry, with, with a fat angry. kid with like a chocolate bar. It's like this. All right, Corey, <laughs> fine, I will leave you alone. Forget it, forget it. And you turn around, and you chop him up, and then like this guy, his dad is a paramedic. No, we're not getting into the plot for Friday the Tooth Part Five. Here's the, here's the thing. Here's the thing about chopping wood, <laughs> because I, I started to get into it just a little bit not too long ago mm-hmm. because I I bought this house that sure. we're recording in. And I have a fireplace, and I thought, I'm going to get some wood. Specifically to record in. Yeah. I bought, I bought a whole house so that we can record our podcast here. Um, not so I can live in it or anything. Yeah. But I bought an axe, and I was all excited. And I was like, I'm going to fucking... I bought it on my birthday, by the way. And I started I started chopping wood, you know. And I bought, I had a big old fucking piece of wood. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was it was the neighbor next door had cut down a tree. Right. And it had some big pieces of wood, like two feet across... You know, circuit diameter. Size. Yeah. yeah, and so I was going away at it, and it took a while because you have to really, you have to put in the effort. Oh know? yeah, it's and it's something that it'll get you winded. There's but it's not. Yeah, but when you see, well, but when you see that little crack start to form, like, yeah, and you start to see it, and you're like, oh god, I want to get him. And you can't stop. Gonna get you, fucker. Yeah, dude, it's like Paul Bunyan. It, mythology. Yeah. If you haven't figured out by now, I guess tonight's episode's over mythology. Myths and legends. Like we're like this is the Day of Six Media Time Life Edition. <laughs> so. Oh my God. Yeah, I fucking still have. A, I have a couple of those Time Life uh, mysteries. No, it's not mysteries of the unknown. It's like. There was UFOs. Yeah, I have one where it's like it's like folk tales and things, and like mm-hmm. they have one with like wizards and warlords and fucking. I have like all the like night creatures and fucking giants and bandersnatch. They're awesome. really cool. You can get them dirt cheap on like fucking Tara, who will eventually get on the show, has like the whole set, you know, and they're really cool. Because I well, used to run them from the library. Let's go back to what you were saying. What, what, what the whole black metal thing and. Uh... Well, just just Vikings in general. Yeah. which I just watched a Hammer's a Hammer of the Gods here recently. It's on Netflix. That's a magnet release, right? Yeah, it's a magnet release. So definitely gotta gotta support the magnet. Yeah. I'm hey, a- hey, they've started following. They're like the the most famous like the <laughs> most famous people that follow us. So yeah, they they. Uh, I'm a huge magnet releasing fan, but no, it's really cool because uh, <clears throat> it kind of has some of that aspect to it. Essentially, the movie's about. Yeah. Uh, this uh, particular king who is on his deathbed wants one of his sons to go find another son that he cast out of the kingdom and, you know, a long time ago, wanted nothing to do with him. But along the way, they, they end up running across some Christians and stuff like uh-huh. that. They fucking put it to them. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was because, like you were saying, like, uh, the Christians have come in and they basically taken over everything. Mm-hmm. They've said they they forced their own dogmatic religion down into them. That sounds kind of dirty. And uh, <laughs> they said the you're going to you're going to do it this way. This mm-hmm. is Christianity and fuck fuck your gods. This is the god you should be supposed to worship. Exactly. It's, because we're right and you're fucking wrong. Yeah. Right. Okay, I any history nerds out there, I apologize. It's been a while, but I mean ever since, you know, 
the Holy Roman Empire. You know, it's Christianity conversions. Um, uh, it w- it wasn't a very subtle business. Yeah, it's not subtle. It's very very. Uh, <laughs> it it was kind of like it, I mean it's, it was almost like w- witches. It's yeah. kind of fucked up if you think about it because it happened all over the world. Everywhere. Well, the thing, not only Christians, but fucking the Persian Empire, Islam, that, mm-hmm. that was like convert or die. You know, that was yeah. like that too. Come at me. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, I mean, it's just like the monotheistic religions that sprung uh, out of, you know, like, I guess you could almost say like this, the golden age of religion, you know, with like Jesus and Muhammad, you know, it's like, it's kind of like when those sprung up and they really started catching on, uh, it was kind of like right place at the right time. You know, especially, it all, it all kind of, it depends, it's like either Persian Empire or like the, the Roman Empire, you know, it's like that's kind of like where it all just kind of went, I mean, you can go into specifics and details, and I'm not really giving it justice, but that's kind of made the long and short of it. Yeah, because it, no, it was, it's cool, because it's a scene to where these uh, certain, not really Templars, but mm-hmm. similar to, they're, they're hunting these Christian knights kind of thing? Yeah, they're hunting okay. these, these Vikings down, and... Uh, Actually, the Templars might have been the yeah. uh, the Vikings end up getting a jump on them. First, they got a jump on them. They turn around and get the jump on them. There's only there's like a crew of five, six people, and then you've got all these other five few, Vikings. Yeah, the, like five Vikings, and then all these other. You know, it's it's pretty much one of those ones to where it's just like the Vikings always win type of thing. Sounds like a Death Clock I like song. That. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I'm a big fan of, the, of Vikings winning. Absolutely. There's a part to where the 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 main guy which is is looking for the king's son <clears throat> he's got the jump on these guys but he has got to go back and do something else mm-hmm. and whenever he comes back or before he comes before he leaves to come back he says lock him inside the church now don't tell the whole movie i'll bet keep going right. yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I do want to watch this yeah, movie. Yeah. <laughs> but, but he goes and does this thing and whenever he comes back it's fucking awesome because one of the other vikings decided to just fucking set fire to the church while they're all trapped inside and so they burned down the Templars in a church. Yeah, and and uh, good metaphor. There's there's a uh, <laughs> yeah. there's a, another person there, and she's like, "Well, what do we do about the people inside?" And he just kind of looks at the building for a minute, and then just goes along his merry way. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck them. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's. Uh, I won't go into like you, but then uh, you guys see Valhalla Rising. Oh yeah, yeah yes. Nicholas. I uh, fucking love that movie, but I do. Uh, that's kind of like a cross, like old world, new old religion, new religion, because that's when uh, what was the name? Was it just One Eye? Was that Mads Mikkelsen's yeah, name? Yeah, I think it was just one name. But was. yeah, it's like he comes. There's across. very little dialogue in the movie to begin with. Yeah, and he's just uh, he's silent the whole time, right? I yeah, think he, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't think he talks. Oh, yeah, the sequel to that other uh, one that he was in. No, I think I think it's a yeah, it was a sequel track. to oh. Drive. No, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Nicholas Warren wrote it, but. Um, yeah, well, the whole thing, like... It's, yeah, because, it's because on that last drive job, he hit 88 miles per hour and ended up back in... That was fucking badass. But no, I think at, at some point, you know, okay. he comes across, him and this boy come across, because uh, he's like a Viking. I think they're in Ireland or Scotland or... Something England. like that. They're, it doesn't say where they're It doesn't at. say, but he's, like, some he's, sort of he's a Viking, like, he's a prisoner, and he's fucked. <laughs> British slash European village or Might something. Might have been a Saxon village or something. Yeah. But yeah, he ends up getting out, and uh, him and this boy that I guess you could say befriends him, uh, they come across crusaders, and they're going. I don't know which. They don't say exactly which crusade it is, if first, second, but mm-hmm. he just joins them on their journey, and kind of all hell breaks loose from there. But it's a really it's well, very not just all hell breaks loose because they actually they get on a boat and they uh, they're on a boat. 
<laughs> yeah, okay. and, and they end up finding their way to the New World. They end up coming over to America. Mm-hmm. And they, they discover uh, North America. Because it's it's kind of a movie where they're saying that the Vikings discovered America. It's like Leif Erikson, little kind of, story, yeah. But they all basically get killed by the Indians there. And that's it's, awesome. damn, that's lame. But but it's it's, it's cool the way that they because you have some guys that they, they say that we're claiming this for Christianity and stuff, and then the and but some of them are just wanting to survive. And uh, I mean, it's a good movie. It's 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 really it's a little out there. Because it takes its time, and it's really about setting a mood mm-hmm. and creating uh, uh, visual themes with with different colors and things. Maz um, Mogelson's badass, though. He is I... really badass. He's he's a very physical force in that movie. Yeah, because um, he doesn't have any speaking parts. Yeah, but and, and he's a total badass. And some people have said that he might be actually the devil. Yeah. Well, no, it's funny that you say it, because I was going to say it. Um, just a little sidebar, because have you guys ever watched the Hannibal show on NBC? Fantastic. No, that's, I only yeah, we haven't finished. Sense. We haven't finished it, but um, his. I actually think he's my favorite iteration of Hannibal Lecter. He's really good at and kind of. A lot of people, you know, look at you know, uh, almost said Ben Kingsley, <laughs> <laughs> Anthony, Hopkins. <laughs> Anthony Hopkins. But I don't. I like Anthony Hopkins. I kind of feel like he's over. I need to watch it again. But I always kind of preferred Brian Cox. He, Anthony Hopkins is really over the top, yeah. purposefully. Yeah. But, yeah. but oh, but the reason being is like Matt Mickelson. Uh, forgot it was a pot which podcast I listened to, but they're interviewing the showrunner and the showrunner's name I forget. But Brian Fuller, Matt, yeah, Brian Fuller, Mads Mickelson. He um, his idea was that he wanted to portray Lecter. His inspiration was Lucifer. So I was like. Right. That immediately That's just pretty, thought I was yeah. fucking badass, just like that idea. So, so he's not like he's crazy, but he's like a, he's like kind of like Dracula. He's like that got that seductive sort of manipulative side to him, and it's really just is awesome. So, but, but no, he's yeah, fantastic in Valhalla Rising and um, and oh, I just Viking movie on a on a blind buy. I bought there's a TV show. I can't remember exactly which channel it comes on, but it's just called Vikings. It's on uh, yeah. Oh, what is that? It's not AMC. It's fucking... It's, on it's the History, history Channel. channel. Yeah. Is it the History yeah. Channel? Yeah. Okay, I was going to say... I, I, I thought it might have been the History Channel. channel. I might be wrong. I've watched a couple episodes of it so far. It's Pretty actually good. really good. I, yeah, I saw the, the previews for it, and it looks, it looks like they did a good job with the setting, you know? Mm-hmm. But I don't know anything really about... Isn't the main to. character in that... Isn't <clears> he one, <throat> one of the Skarsgård kids, too? Uh, like Alexander Skarsgård and like, oh, he's from Stellan. Like it, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he is. That's uh, possible. I don't know. I'm almost positive he is, but he's got his like hairs all shaved off. Right. He, he looks Vikingish and everything. But no, it's Travis Fimmel. Hmm. Like a lot of these people, they I think they've been on other shows and things like that as well. But but I've heard good things. Those about people it. get recycled a lot and very. What, what I saw of it, though, when it first came out, when I was seeing the previews, it just looked like they were kind of trying to cash in on the whole Game of Thrones thing at the time. Yeah. And, uh, but, I mean, hopefully it lives, it goes beyond if that. It actually but, has good storytelling. Right. Like I say, it doesn't yeah, matter. The first couple of episodes I've, yeah. I've watched, and I really like Is it like, like a 10-episode miniseries type thing? I think so. Okay. Yeah. And hopefully it get picked up for another season, because, like I say, it, it seems to be doing pretty well right now. But I mean, as a mythology episode, we're not just talking just about specific. No, we're not just talking about Vikings and stuff. Right. We're talking about Norse mythology. We're going to talk about you know Greek mythology a little mm-hmm. bit. Like, 
You said you just watched um, what? What you just watch? Immortals. The Immortals. Yeah. Yeah. Did you um, watch that? No, I saw that. Saw that you were watching that. Yeah. Whenever it came out, it looked like visually very like interesting. It is. But but it just didn't like it didn't have the hook. Then I'd be like, that's oh, directed by Tarsem, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. He directed. He directed the Cell. <clears throat> and uh, uh, another. Movie. Yeah, I was kind of hesitant to watch it because it's almost two hours long. What's what the hell? What's wrong with people? No, it's making just, an almost two-hour-long movie. No, but it's just <laughs> terrible. It's it's a movie that got shit on. Yeah, a lot. it did so get shit on. Yeah. Why would you want to sit and waste two hours of your time? Of course, I mean most movies are like an hour and a half. So that's not that much longer. Yeah, yeah, but, but there's some shit movies that last over two hours. So yeah, yeah. but but, but yeah. I, mean, I saw it on Netflix and it, it was it was okay, but I, I liked the way it dealt with. Uh, the the dynamics between the gods and the humans. Mm-hmm. I like how um, it actually showed them interacting together with Zeus and because um, wasn't he like I can't remember the specific names of the characters, um, but the the main guy who ended up becoming Henry Cavill, mm-hmm. who was Superman. Right. He's the main I guess human character in the film. Right. What's his I can't remember his character's name. Uh, uh, Theus. The- it's not Perseus, is it? That's not Perseus. That was from no. fucking Clash of the Titans. Hold on, we'll do the old IMDb. Don't worry about it. Anyway, that guy, um, he he posed Zeus posed as his, you know, father or whatever, like a mentor, like basically. a mentor kind of character Theseus. as an old Theseus. That's yes. right. And um, as a as a character, the whole film, most of the film, and then it and, turns and out that it was actually Zeus the whole damn time. I did see this movie. It's just I totally forgot about it. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Steven Dorff's in it too. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 not a great movie, but it's got some cool stuff. And it's very long lines of the you know the three hundred style. Yeah, it's it's really visually it's visually great, but it's uh, stories. It's all right. So it's Are we talking about Immortals now? Yeah, I, I, I had to go piss and I, I forgot to call Alyssa. I was like, she texts me, "You still at work?" I'm like, "Shit!" Tell <laughs> <laughs> you're coming to record tonight. Oh no, she was doing some other things. That it kind of for some reason I was still at work. I was busy, and she said, "I'm going to Ulta," and for some reason, and I was like, "You're gonna go to the Ulta and then go work out the Y," <laughs> and then you're gonna text me back. I made these fucking connections that didn't exist. <laughs> so, um, uh, oh, go ahead. What was Disappointing to me, mostly was the the Titans. No, exactly. I, I knew I was gonna bring that up. Yeah. So I was trying because they, they look like a bunch of fucking foosball players in Pandora's box. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I like that's the pull quote. Um, no, that's the thing. They look just like a different, uh, like a grayscale version of the Olympian. Olympian gods, you know. So to, to me, titans were massive well, creatures. Yeah, but yeah. I kind of dig that that concept that they just look like more primitive version of what the Olympic gods were at the time because they were precursors to the Olympic gods. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's kind of like am I, I'm a little shoddy on my mythology. Good thing we're doing this, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, the, like the the titans were kind of more like I guess you could. Say elementals, you know, like forces of nature, kind of more than like the Olympian, the Olympic gods. They were more, they're the humanized, I guess. You know, they're. I was, I was, I'm, I'm spoiled with the god of war. Yeah. So, <laughs> that's why I was like, Titan is like, fuck yeah. Is so it, I was like, so these guys are just like standing there and then eventually they're going to pop out and then 
some other shit's gonna fly out of the floor, but no. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think the whole point of that movie is they were trying to keep them contained anyway, so yeah. maybe it, they would have if they would have got out. But yeah, I think like visually it, it was there. I liked the way it looked, I, and I appreciated the kind of like they were going real mythology on. They were like going like this is real magic. We got the everlasting bow and shit like that. It's beautiful, yeah. Yeah, it was cool. It's just, it's like, again, it's like those movies, it is kind of like a style over substance, and I feel like they really could have, like, if that was in the hands of, like, somebody else that could have, like, well, Tarsum Singh is actually, he's a good director. I just, I feel like he's one of those guys that needs a good script. The Fall, that was the other movie I was thinking of, The Fall. I still need he, to watch that. I, I need to watch it too. Really he did The Cell and The Fall and Immortals. <laughs> but it's not as shitty as Sucker Punch. Uh, oh no, because no. Sucker Punch is one of those ones to where it'd be style over substance, but it's just, just style. I, th- I might have. Did I tell you guys I like watched like ten minutes on HBO and I was like, "Fuck this!" <laughs> it was during the, it was, and Alyssa told me it was actually during the coolest scene where like they're on the uh, the B fifty two or something, and Scott Glenn's like, "No, this is what I need you to do. You need to go get the lion and the cat, and you gotta get a key." And it's not like it's like is this are, is this like that mansion from Resident Evil? What the no, fuck? It's like, a, it's like a video game. It really. Yeah, is. and they're playing like a crappy version like cover version of seek and destroy the iggy pop song and i'm yeah. just kind of like all right fuck this i just flipped it off it it i just and then you turn it off and then i turn yeah <laughs> i flipped it off it's just like it's like it's, it's like should i turn you off or should i jerk off eh, i'll just turn you off i'm i'm 34 years old i don't man i'm like uh it's like uh. speaking of movies we walked out of now we're on the viking stuff pathfinder i got about 15 I minutes into that it. and i was I like never saw, yeah. i quit I've never done. I've very rarely walked out of a movie. Wasn't the concept? Wasn't the wasn't the whole the, the plot of the movie was uh, the Vikings came to America and then they left a kid behind accidentally or yeah, something? Yeah, and he like and he got raised with, by the, raised by the Native Americans, but yeah. the acting was atrocious. Oh, Isn't that Carl was Urban? So yes. that was Carl Urban. Yeah. 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 That's why I felt bad about it because I mean he's pretty good, you know. But then when but... the Vikings come back, they're like they, they're like fucking predators or something, right? They're, <laughs> yeah, I don't, they're yeah, huge. They have... You don't have. You don't really get. To see their faces very yeah, much. And it's not very traditional Viking type stuff. Yeah. It's like, it's, I know they're Scandinavian, but this is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I know, yeah, it's like they show up and it's just like this, god damn, it's like, I, it, it, yeah, it, I know, I just remember seeing some of the artwork and it was, it was like, Ugh, I saw bad. part of it, but I didn't ever finish the film, but we brought up the Immortals, or maybe I brought up the Immortals, I can't remember. But, um, you know one of the recent mythology films that series that I kind of I, I don't think it's a great movie but I kind of like is that Clash of the Titans series that they've been doing with uh, what the fuck is his name the oh, uh, oh the, the the walking plank Sam Worthington yeah, <laughs> yeah. Worthington, yeah. <laughs> I mean Clash of the Titans was kind of was okay it had some really cool character actors in it and it mm-hmm. had some and that's the thing they actually do have some really good actors in didn't uh, Jason Fleming play Calibus yeah yeah which is like and I heard he's like barely in it, or he shows up. He's, and he's not like, barely in it. He's in it. He's one of the main. Uh, I heard. Protagonists. I heard it's like one of the, it was that the that movie was like they it didn't get a fair shot like they like the cutting room floor. Is yeah, that movie it, really I is. heard it got cut to shit. Was it Louis Leterrier that did Leterrier that? Leterrier did it. Yeah, okay. and and they went back and they reshot some stuff and they they changed the dynamic of everything. Like the ending of the movie was completely changed. You know, the only thing they couldn't add to that. Sam Worthington and charisma. <laughs> but, I think but, he's okay, but it's just every time I see him, he's just like, I'm Sam Worthington. I'm like, oh, god damn it. 
But the second one, Wrath of the Titans, was candies. pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, oh, I don't know. It's just, it's just the way you... The, the Worthington Originals? Worthington Originals. Oh. <laughs> I don't want any more of your goddamn candies. You just, <laughs> Jesus. I heard Wrath of the Titans was interesting. Wrath of the Titans was, was interesting. And, like, if you were wanting to see a Titan in full Titan form, that's where you want to go. Because um, they were trying to bring about... Uh, bring up... Uh, what, what's... Kronos? Kronos, yeah. Yeah. Um, Zeus's dad, Kronos, where I, his children were all born out of his head and everything. Yeah. Um, they, they resurrect Kronos in that movie, and he's fucking the size of a mountain. Nice. And uh, I actually dig that movie. I mean, it's not great, but I got a soft spot for mythology like that. Yeah, so. I, need to, I need to watch Wrath, because I went and watched Clash in 3D when it came oh, out. Oh, God, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I heard yeah. that was one of the worst yeah, post-converted 3Ds fuck. ever. Yeah, it was terrible. Uh, yeah. I, well, speaking of Clash of Titans, I just love the original with the Ray Harryhausen effects, where mm-hmm. uh, Harry Hamlin looking like a porn star. Oh, it's <laughs> fucking amazing. What's actually pretty funny is because you brought this subject to this up. There's actually a documentary on Netflix now about Ray. Oh, I, I did see that. Yeah, I about mean, I didn't watch it. But... Uh, Ray. Uh, oh, Ray Harryhausen. Harryhausen? Oh, yeah, I've been meaning to watch that. Um, okay, uh, well, just a little sidebar, like. Uh, the thing I do like uh, when films they approach mythology, they kind of, I mean, they kind of would say reinvent it, but they kind of like they try to keep, stay as close as they can. But I do, um, I was thinking about this today, like say for instance the Marvel's Thor, you know, and we won't go on it too much because we've been on a big like Marvel comics kick lately. We try, but I kind of like, yeah. <laughs> what I what I dig about like Thor and say, I was I just had this idea where they you take like the mythology and. Like, this is the gods came to Earth via, like, rain clouds or some, sh- you know, whatever creation myth you have. Okay, I don't know. I was just throwing out the rain clouds. <laughs> it's like they were sitting on a fucking island and, um. Double but, rainbow! Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, exactly. It was fucking beautiful, man. Have you ever seen the double rainbow yeah, video? Oh, okay. Um, who hasn't? But I like it when, um, and it's, it's, Oh, when it's done well, but I like it when when people take it take like say, uh, Thor and say like okay the really the Norse gods where that religion came from they're was fucking these space Vikings these space Vikings they're a cosmic race <laughs> they're a cosmic race and it's like so you take like you know where you have like you know you have the parable and you have like this like Thor came down and it was rain and really in in all actuality their religion's just based on aliens right. so it's like really when you look at it, it's kind of like the ancient astronaut theory. Mm-hmm. So, and I actually... Well, Chariots of the Gods, man. Chariots of the Gods. Um, another movie, which it's... I liked it when it came out. It's it's not as... I, I think it's one of those films where it's like the, the ideas are far more interesting than the actual film of Stargate. Oh, yeah. Because I love I Egyptian love myth. Original. Yeah, and, and what's what I think it's cool, but I think that the film suffers from just like it's trying too hard sometimes, you know. But I love the fact that it and it kind of plays into some of the ancient astronaut theory where it's like the Egypt like the reason they have the pyramids and, and kind of like some of the hieroglyphs where it looks like there's like a, a spaceship. It's like mm-hmm. that the Egyptian that whole culture came from an alien race, and they're like almost kind of a godlike power, or it's just their technology is so advanced. They sort of sprung out of the desert to have this massive complex of technology. Yeah, yeah. exactly, and I, I like I like that. I like approaching it from that, and you could say the Fifth Element kind of does the same thing, or exactly. in, in certain aspects. But I think I don't know. You don't want to pick anyone's brain on that? You know, it's. Um, oh, I like I like any... that concept. I like I like that kind of stuff too. Um, I. I 
I was really excited for Stargate. I went and saw it opening night when it came to in theaters here. I was really excited about it. I didn't even know who uh, Dean Devlin and Roland Emmerich were at the time. Yeah. But, um... <laughs> they definitely set a, a, a they, they set, set a, a tone. They set a tone with their with their stuff. Yeah, and I, I, I like Kurt Russell a lot too. But I mean, I James Spader. James Spader was cool. <laughs> it had a really it had a really flighty adventure tone to it. Yeah, that was really cool. Um, but and I never watched really the series, but people say that the series yeah. got went off and went its own did its own thing and was actually a lot better than the film. Yeah, well, that's what's that was wild about Stargaze. You think they were going to start this whole franchise, and really in reality, it's like they started totally a, a whole. It's like three TV shows, yeah, <laughs> like very Canadian looking TV shows. Yeah. <laughs> um, but but I, but I like the concept of saying that the, this race, this ancient race of aliens <laughs> or whatever you want to call it, came in came down and. Uh, basically inspired the human race to worship them, mm-hmm. um, which makes a lot of well, sense in my mind. It's technically plausible. You can't sit there and say no, that's not true. I mean, right? You don't know. It's, it's not likely. Saying, but yeah. the Xerox repair guy that <laughs> yeah. comes in—he is a wild motherfucker. I don't know that I said. Yeah, this is dude that comes in. He, re- he repairs some of the copy machines, and I, I just for some <laughs> weird reason I made a Nikola Tesla joke, or just made a reference. Yeah. And that just opened the floodgates on this fucking guy. This guy was like, you know, he was getting into some crazy quantum physics shit. He's like, this, yeah, we can't go past the Van Allen belt because he was like going like this because that's where Anubis is there. He's going to swallow us whole. And, and like, I remember talking about like, you know, uh, Thor is just like, you know, like the Bifrost bridge and shit like that. And he's going in all this like really weird conspiracy shit. And they said like his Vikings here, look at this. And he like took, he wrote out Vikings and he like between the V and the I, he slashed, he's like, it's six Kings. Huh? I'm just like six Kings rule the earth. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) It's it's like, he's one of those guys that talks about crazy stuff. He's like, yeah, that's, that's reality. It's like, okay, that's a theory. That's not proven. Okay. It's like, I'm open to shit, Mm -hmm. but I'm not going to say like this. Hey man, those are the same, this is the same guy who thinks like, have you ever heard that conspiracy theory about the, the lizard rate shape shifting race that's fucking controlling us? There, there's a fucking conspiracy. There is like, a, wow. there are people like thousands of people, maybe even like a million people, fucking think it's. They're called, and it, it's funny. It's like, and it has such a like a stupid sci-fi name, like the reptilians. Or something. <laughs> and it's like apparently, I think this came out when V came out. You know, like that's what I was thinking of V. So it's like, or like Conan or something. That's the thing that drives me nuts about shit like that, where it's like, it's like this is like this is alien race. They're taking us over, but it's like a very human creation, where it's like and. I don't know, for something that drove me nuts, even when I was getting Babylon 5, they had, like, this ancient race that was, like, the evil race or something, and right in if I'm fucking this up. But they're, like, an like the most ancient race, and they come back and they're destroying, but they created these, like, cyborgs or something called Technomages <laughs> that would, like, use technology to make them look like they're using magic, where it's, like, wouldn't they just use a gun that shot flames? Right. But also, it's, like, it's a very human idea, a, a wizard inspired that, by human uh, by yeah. human exactly. idea it's that, a wizard so it's like a, why would an alien race come up with a very human idea you know? this so. is this is taking us to a, a, a much larger concept where we're yeah. talking about instead of mythology but I just want to go down this rabbit hole for a second because that's what I love about alien races in general whenever we see things in popular culture in books or movies or anything um, aliens are actually very human because mm-hmm. if you think about it, if we came in contact with another alien race, 
the, the, the definition of alien is it's what we don't thing. understand. Yeah. We don't we we wouldn't be able to interpret what an alien would be, probably. Yeah. Like, we don't know yeah. how they would if, think or how every, they would react yeah, to that. Every yeah, instance yeah. of of the word alien is something created from the mind of a human. So there is no like we wouldn't yeah, if it's something out there that we've never encountered, we would have no way to think about what mm-hmm. that is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess we would have we just think of like the greys or like, you know, like fucking the Navi from Avatar. Yeah. <laughs> where I'm like in my mind, like alien I, I go in like the HP Lovecraft type shit exactly. where it's like they're beings that we can't see because they, they live in like they they live in our dimension and another yeah, like another it's like they're made out they're they're not made out of the same matter as we are. Just like like everything has to like have like two like looks relatively human like what Rodney said but it's like nothing that looks like like a true alien that's something that like geo- like geometry doesn't it would be exist something that we wouldn't even be able to comprehend yeah. yeah and to end this and get back to where we're going <laughs> <laughs> just, sorry we're getting real deep <laughs> yeah just just look up Neil deGrasse Tyson yes um, he's got it, it look up, look up aliens versus human intelligence I think it's just aliens but he's given a speech it's fucking hilarious because by the time of the end of it, he's like, you know what? If there was an alien race out there that was so far, you know, evolved Advanced, and above yeah. us, why the fuck would they want to help? You know, why, yeah. why the fuck would they why want to visit us? Exactly. So, yeah. but, Corey, do you have any type of mythology uh, or a favorite myth? Well, or? I mean, I, I hate that, you know, I know we've, we've, we've uh, taken the Viking horse and beaten the shit out of it so far <laughs> in this episode. But that's the one we do. I'm very, yeah, I'm very biased towards that. Uh, but, I, like, last night I watched Troy. Would love to talk about some Greek type yeah, stuff. Yeah. So, uh, that's all I'm, Greek to me. Yeah, I'm... But it's... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not exactly well versed on that, but it, I would love to. If anybody else here knows more about the Achilles, like how how that all actually evolved, well, in, yeah. I mean, in, in the story of the Iliad, yeah. Well, apparently, Achilles, you know, in the movie, the, in the I'm film, sorry, Troy, I, just to inter- interject real quick. Yeah. Every time you say Achilles, I think of robot jobs. Achilles, <laughs> squash you like bug. <laughs> okay, all right, go ahead. <laughs> Um, Look it up, people. The the, the film Troy, it was basically doing the Iliad, um, but they were trying to do it in a realistic manner. Yeah, because in the Iliad, the gods are actually actually involved. The gods are actually part of it. And and Achilles' story, he's he's, he's dipped in, when he's a child, he's dipped in this solution, this this mat. The the ether. Yeah, exactly. He's held by his heel and dipped in there so that he's invincible. And his only part of vulnerability is his heel. Or the god. I forgot which god it was. That It was probably... I guess... Ah, fuck it. It doesn't matter. (laughs) Got Ares or some shit. That's where the whole Achilles heel came in, and that's why he was invincible. He was a big part of the the Trojan War, but it was also... And Hector was a big part, too. But the gods had a big play in that whole thing, too. Um, But... Okay. I liked Troy. I, I, I did too. It's a very entertaining. Wolf, movie. Yeah, that's Wolfgang Wolf Peterson. Right? Peterson. You've got enough okay. good actors in there that really hold it together. Mm-hmm. You know, the production value is good. There's the occasional moment. It's a little, you know, over the top. But what movie of that size isn't? There's very few that aren't. What I loved about that movie is how yes, it's this. It's it's the it's a long tale about this war between these two nations mm-hmm. uh, at the walls of this city, but. It really is broken down into a bunch of different one-on-one battles between guys, mm-hmm. which I thought was really cool. Um, uh, one thing I, I, I did enjoy is like that in the myth, it's like the fight was just over Helen. 
That was the reason right. this whole war was when Agamemnon was like, no, I'm using this as an excuse to expand my empire. It's right. like, it's like, it's like, oh, it's the whole thing because Brendan Gleeson plays his brother. He's like, I didn't come all the way out here to fucking like, kill you know, Paris bitch kill old Paris bitch and go home. We're gonna fucking, we're gonna kick some ass and, yeah. um, and I like the fact that uh, Odys- is Odysseus, right? Uh, yeah, the one Odysseus, Sean Bean. Yeah, Sean yeah. Bean. I, I just want to get his name uh, right. Odysseus is that. Yeah, I mean, he's a good guy. He, he he has his own story. I mean, I guess you could say more or less he's a good guy. He has his own story, but he's really on the, the bad guy's he's side. He's subject to Agamemnon's, like, rule. It's like, I'm just trying to do what's best for my He country. was the leader of his own people. Yeah. And he became, he fell under Agamemnon's rule just like the other people yeah. did. That's especially why. if you under if you know those two stories where it's just like this. It's like, yeah, we got this fight. It's like, it's, all right, I'm going to go home now. It's like, whoa, you're in deep shit. <laughs> I love the story of the Odyssey, too. The Odyssey's awesome. Did you guys ever watch the m- miniseries with Armand DeSante? I saw part yeah. of it, yeah. It, it, it's it's, it's it's a Hallmark production. It's kind of cheesy, but there's some really creepy shit in there with the Cyclops. Like, one of his men gets eat, his head bitten off by the Cyclops, and there's a... It's like the... I can't remember the name of the beast, but it's like a whirlpool, but it's like this big just... It's almost like the Sarlacc pit. Yeah. And it's like... But this thing is like the size of a continent. It that like was with the whole sirens. They were luring them into this place. Yeah, and there's like the Hydra was in there. It was tearing do you remember, the, Do you remember much about the Odyssey? <laughs> no, but what was funny is uh, <clears throat> we were talking about it before the show too. Speaking of Homer's Odyssey and things like that, Oh Brother Wout though. Yeah, yeah. Which is an adaptation of that. Yeah. It's but, about the, the guy who's been away for a long time and trying to get home to his family basically. Mm-hmm. And I think it took, I don't know how, well, how long it was exactly. Did it take him eight years, Odysseus, to get home? Sounds vaguely. I think right. it was even longer. It, it, I want to say it's, it felt like even long because he had like a infant son and son grew up. And when he came, son was like five and shit. There was, there was a whole bunch of really cool stuff. Yeah, like it's like he goes to, he goes down to the river Styx and meets Christopher Lee and Christopher Lee's like, I'm Christopher Lee. Oh, how charming! Oral he, copulation for pizza. <laughs> when they had the sirens there, I mean. They knew that they were going to be heading into the realm of the sirens, and they had to get past it. And the sirens, basically, they lure you in, mm-hmm. and they, they tied him to the, the mast so that he could... he And everybody else plugged their ears so they mm-hmm. wouldn't be able to hear the siren song. And he was almost driven crazy by them. Yeah. Um, and then when they came across the Isle of the, the Cyclops... Um, he tricked the the main cyclops. Oh, he, oh yeah. Oh, he well, told him I, what his name was. Oh, oh, I think, yeah, the whole thing was he pissed off Poseidon. And that's yeah, why he yeah. got lost. Yeah, yeah, I think I forget what he did. He like he didn't. He like, did piss up. Aside. He didn't like sacrifice. I think he was. I, I, I can't remember. God damn it! Now I want to read it. Now it's, yeah. <laughs> it's a good story. It's a good story. Yeah, he, he pissed somehow Poseidon. pissed off Poseidon. So and, and, and the Cyclops is one of Poseidon's children, and he like blinds the Cyclops. And but he said like his name was nobody. Yeah, he's like so, I've been blinded by, by nobody. nobody. <laughs> <laughs> it was almost kind of like who's on first. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the first what? iteration of who's on first. Nobody blinded me. Who's nobody? That fucking guy over there. Who is it? Nobody. <laughs> who, who are you talking about? <laughs> Uh, all right uh one movie uh, i mean that i'm gonna i want to give Corey the ball on this one uh let's go back to the i wouldn't say necessarily yeah vikings like like 13th warrior okay very underrated movie extremely extremely underrated one with antonio banderas yes yes Yes. Uh, it's based on off of the michael Crichton eaters of the dead book right Mm -hmm. it's it's a combination of the eaters of the dead and uh well either the eaters of the dead 
is a combination of uh, the accounts of uh, Ibn Fadlan, I think is his name, mm -hmm. uh, which is uh, an Arab that traveled back in there in like the 900s, and then a loose adaptation of Beowulf. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, which I I have to admit, I didn't realize that until recently. I don't know why. I'd watched the movie a ton, but I guess it had been so long since I had read Beowulf that I didn't really think about Rothgar. It's like, that's fucking obvious. Yeah, and the main the main guy's name, his name is uh, Beowulf. Bullby. Yeah, Bullby, close enough to Beowulf. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So... That's anyway. a, oh, but what I was saying, that's another film I'd say I, I kind of wouldn't necessarily put in the same camp as Stargate and um, shit, well, like Thor, but like it's like taking like myth, where it's like you almost think like like the. It's, oh, you go ahead, go ahead. Well, I'll, trying, I'll, I'll yeah, cut in. I'll cut in. It's trying to apply some sort of uh, relatability for the audience to like. Like the the uh, um, what was the name of that that tribe, the bear tribe or something? There, uh, they were the Vendel. The Vendel. Yeah, the Vendel, which I think was uh, very close to... Grindel. Grindel, yes. Yeah. So they were just trying to, to make that relatable a little bit there. but uh, And there was the worm. Yeah, the yeah. worm. Which, which it, was the dragon. The dragon, yeah. So it kind of like what I would like to point out, because they almost like... You look at them and they're kind of like the Vendel are kind of brilliant because it's like they use like psychological tactics. Like a psychological right. warfare. So you kind of... Th and they're using like myths. So the question is like with the Vendel, like... What came first? Did they just their tribe? Did they inspire the legends of like? Well, that's you know, the way. Or was it the other way around? They take the I, legends. When I first saw the film in the theater, when I was walking out of theater, I had this. You know, I didn't realize that was what's going to be about because I hadn't mm -hmm. read the book. And um, when I, when he's going off back to his homeland at the end of the film, I'm like, the the reason I loved the movie so much is because. Basically, I think because the the legend of uh, Beowulf is a it's a it's a it's, it's passed down to the generations through ver it was verbally mm -hmm. yeah nobody actually knows who created it wasn't it was, nobody really. knows who created it. it it was never written down to begin with it was passed down verbally right so um, I thought it was really awesome because you could think this is where it originated from and then it's just been it's, it was like the, the the world's oldest game of telephone right you know <laughs> and um and then the Wendell became grendel and the worm became a dragon and all this other stuff and then this one girl she was a slut because she blew like four guys and it was really just one guy <laughs> so, sorry. um but that, that's what i loved about it and, and i thought i thought that that was like the basis of what the legend became I, I thought it was a good way to take like you said like the dragon like if people saw that and they're like a dragon like either oh, dragons are fucking real you know mm -hmm. but if they got some like you know neanderthals that have lived in a corner of the world for a long time that have somehow managed to got have horses that they can ride you know that have got these tactics for attacking local tribes like okay that's possibly believable you know yeah um i fucking i, I do love antonio banderas in that in that role and i like a good job he, he was i it's something I, i've been wanting to read more about just kind of getting more into the whole like history of the middle east you know and those type of tribes but it's i one of my favorite well for anyone who hasn't seen it it's just yeah he gets you know just look at it. it's been out for a while but i'm gonna say like because when um he ends up going with the the vikings or going back up to norway it's like his what was it it was like well on their their it's not a shaman but it was like a woman who was like throwing down the bones and it's like okay yeah there's like this uh, one of the clans are being threatened. It's like, okay, we got we got twelve it was warriors. A it was a draft. <laughs> yeah. He got drafted. He got draft. It was like the first like yeah. fantasy football draft. And you know, I guess well, he, he was like the the last kid picked. You yeah. know, he just got like, and that guy. He's like, oh, what? Let's <laughs> be no Northman. 
Yeah, yeah and I love that scene where he's like, because you know, it taken at least a year or like several months at least to travel where they were mm-hmm. from to back up to Norway or Scandinavia. And I loved how he learned their language through immersion. Right. And I was like, it was like this, <laughs> that one's mother. <laughs> How would you and learn that, that was language? John That was uh, that was John McTiernan too, and that was kind of a play off of what he did in Hump for October mm-hmm. because it kept you know if you remember Hump for October, it switched at one point in the film from being a subtitled film to being everybody speaking English. Oh yeah, yeah. And they did the same thing where it slowly zoomed in on their mouth until yeah. and then and then it as they're speaking, it changed yeah. to English and then it zoomed back out and then suddenly everybody's speaking English. Mm-hmm. It was kind of the same thing with that except he learned their It was language. pretty clever. It's a good way to just yeah. explain that he can now make that converse. Did you ever see the 13th Warrior? Mm-mm. God damn, it's oh. badass movie. Dude. <clears throat> yeah, I need to watch it cuz I I always got confused with I don't know why, just because of the way people were talking about it, but Last Samurai, and I'm like, I don't give a fuck, it's got Tom Cruise in it, fuck it, I'm not gonna... <laughs> I, I, refuse, I refuse to watch anything with Tom Cruise in it. Uh, yeah, I, that was almost the, not, not, not Samurai, but 13th Warrior was almost ghost-directed by Michael Crichton. Yeah, oh, didn't he? I thought he took over part of it. He did. Yeah. Because they reshot the ending of the film. Right, well, not just the ending, so like quite a bit of it. Like the whole, I, I read last night that the whole score that they used in the film yeah. was brand new. For the new cut. Was it Jerry Goldsmith? Yeah. Yeah. He's the yeah, man. They, yeah, uh, he's great. <laughs> well, John McTiernan wanted to have his name removed from the film. but they What was the him. deal? Was it just like, just, uh, he was it just heads? Didn't, it just didn't play. They don't think it played well with test audiences it, it, and they it wanted to change it. got terrible audiences. Yeah, and they, they wanted to change mm-hmm. it a bunch. So Michael Crichton went in and he directed a bunch of new stuff. And, and John McTiernan was so pissed he wanted his name removed, but they didn't. It's about Vikings going around kicking some ass. Right. It's like his audience says, like, "I don't like this sword shit." <laughs> well, Disney thought he went over. I'm really curious. Yeah. I'm really curious as to what the, what the original film was. You know, it same thing with Troy. Same well, that's right. It was released right, by Touchstone. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. It was released by Touchstone, right? Mm-hmm. Which is a it's a subsidiary of Disney. Of, of Disney. I think Eisner was still in charge, and Eisner was a cocksucker back then. <laughs> so it doesn't surprise me. Uh, uh, yeah, that the, the scene just there's so much good shit in it, and it's like that when uh, which scene? Oh, just fucking just the movie. Yeah, just the whole movie. The whole <laughs> yeah. movie I just enjoy. Just I like it sort of like it. it's like it's like watching like Wagner, you know, just like being played <laughs> out, you know, and just fucking loved it. And that whole thing at the end where um, God, what well, I forget what was the, the main thunder clip? Oh, uh, bullvine. <laughs> The thunder. I thought you said the thunder clip. Yeah, that's what I thought you said too. <laughs> no, that's, that, that's the thirteenth inch. Yeah, okay, <laughs> thunder, magnolia, thunder pussy, and thunder clip. Um, no, it's like when uh, it's, they're still searching for it to this day. Oh no, like they're they was a bovi bovi. Because he's he yeah poisoned and so it's right. like they're having it's just essentially it's like by the mother. By the mother, yeah. By the mother, of the and it's like essentially, it's just like okay. There's like about eighty. There's like a two hundred fucking guys on horseback about to come in. There's like only six of us left. It's fucking pissing down rain. Our leader's dying, so they're doing this Fuck whole it. like Viking <laughs> prayer thing. And every time I hear this fucking thing, I'm like, let's tear this place apart. <laughs> 
And it's just there was like everybody's just like it's just like getting psyched. It was like Bush Cassidy and a Sundance kid. You know, exactly. I, I fucking it doesn't matter. A movie could be total shit. You get a good enough like it's like okay, man. There were like eighty fucking guys coming here. And there's like six of us. We got fucking three bullets left mm-hmm. and fucking like a switchblade and a in a fucking cantaloupe. <laughs> All right, we're gonna kill these motherfuckers. It's like the original MacGyver's. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. That, that was the that was the big thing that they changed though because the ending, the ending was yeah. was completely different. I don't know what it was, but I know it was completely different from what they went with in the final film. <laughs> it was um Liam Neeson shows up. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys ever watch uh Top Tale or more more commonly mispronounced Thale? Oh yeah, uh, no, I never watched that. I tried. Uh, I tried. That's I like I like an um like a dumbass. That's like the bitch with the tail movie, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's a, it looks. It, I thought it looked good. What did you think? I tried watching it yesterday. I borrowed it from the internet, mm-hmm. and there was so Boom. much lost in translation on subtitles. It made no sense. So I've got to go find a copy of it somewhere because it it looks. Isn't that where they found her in the woods or something? Mm-hmm. Okay. So it like looks a fantasy cool. Film? But the the subtitles are so fucked. Oh really? I, yeah. It makes no sense. It's like, hey, there's a hat over there. Over there, hat. It was weird. I'm oh like, yeah. So, like it's whoever. So, I, so that's like definitely an amateur like fucking translation. Yeah. So I need to I need to actually find it because I want to watch it. I, I assume like Magnet would just release. I just assume Magnet releases everything. Yeah. No, I, I don't remember who did it. Yeah, what no. is this about? I don't know anything about this. It's movie. basically it's a Norwegian. It's kind of like a, a modern war. fantasy. I don't know much about. It. I just know they there's find like, a creature in the woods and they bring it back to their house and they're, they're and they're trying to like help her or something. But she's got this tail. And she's like she, a like a mystical kind of I guess fairy okay. type creature. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's what I'm at least the gist yeah, I'm getting. I don't from know because basically it's they these guys are a crime scene cleanup guys basically. Right, right. Um, I've seen the trailer. That's all I've seen. And they're they're called in because the crime scene can only find half of this guy's body. So they want them to come in and try to discover the other half. While they're doing that, they go down to this basement and see all this weird experimental shit. Out of after like twenty minutes or so, out of this bathtub, this chick just pops up. There you go. What the shit? And she's got like a like a mm. makeshift breathing tube. Huh. In her in her throat, and she starts to attack one of them. The other one starts to calm her down, but um, she can't speak English. So essentially, neither can they. <laughs> from what I'm figuring out is there's something mystical in the woods that's out to kill her, and they're trying to figure out at the same time. I don't know. It it, it looks cool. It I just wish it it would have. I could have got some better subs for it, right. but I just, like I said, I need to buy it. That is another part of mythology, though. That we're, we're, it's not just about Greek gods and all this other stuff. And Vikings. And, and Vikings. And you can look at mythology as, um, yeah. like, stuff from the earth as well. Like, it's not bad. $4.44. $4. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. Get after it. But, yeah, and, and even, and I don't want to go into too much detail on it right now because I want to bring it up next month as one of my favorite Christmas movies, but, like, Krampus. You know, stuff oh like, yeah, you yeah, know, stuff like you know, yeah, that. Well, that, that's not a movie. It's like the the actual. Oh okay. The, the it's it's the a myth. German it's a German it's the Christmas devil essentially. Okay. So Santa Claus delivers presents to all the goods and boys, you know, all the good girls and boys. 
this fourth time bastard kidnaps <laughs> the bad boys and girls okay. and okay. boils them in pots of water. <laughs> so, I like it. So, yeah, the Krampus. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a very happy German man. Sure. Yeah, the, the Krampus is a is an awesome <laughs> dude. But there's there's a a movie and I believe it's still on Netflix. It's called Rare Exports. Okay. You need to look it up because it was based off a. Uh, a short web film. Yeah, this but, is the cosplay they do oh, over Jesus. in Germany. They actually like the, in celebration they have people dress like Krampus and stuff. He looks like he looks like he should be in fucking Guars. Yeah. <laughs> but but yeah, that's that's a that's a cool. He looks like the unnamed labyrinth. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's yeah, exactly. Yeah, he beats the shit out of kids. It's, yeah, we we need yeah we'll have like a dark like a black Christmas like episode. It's what America needs right now is more Krampus. <laughs> God damn it! Oh God, I wish. <laughs> oh my god! I'm gonna be. Oh no! I'm gonna say I'm gonna be Krampus for Halloween. I haven't dressed up in twelve years. Yeah. Um, now, um, well, actually, like just kind of keeping with the Scandinavian. Um, just touch on it real quick. Troll Hunter was like it kind of yeah, deals yes. with the. Uh, have you ever seen Troll Hunter? Uh, Fucking, it's on Netflix. Netflix Check it okay. out. But it's it's a mock documentary. The where, Netflix version though is it's it's dubbed. It's not subtitled. Okay. Oh, so is it? That yeah. blows. Um, yeah, it's but it's like yeah, this uh, documentary crew and I forgot exactly. It's like they're doing it on like um, they think poaching, it's like about poaching. It's poaching for bears, like there's bears being killed, and they think that they're just trying to find poachers and stuff. And they they follow this one guy. It turns out he's actually charged by the government to hunt trolls because <laughs> trolls exist. Okay. And and the, there's some trolls that are. They stay in their own lands, right. but they're starting to come over into mm-hmm. human-populated areas. So whenever he takes down these trolls, they uh, they'll bring out a bear carcass over there and drop it right. down there, and you know, to for the publicity Co- cover up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, these kids they thought he was just like he was something really sketchy about this guy, and then he just they're they're out there in the dark. They're scared, like okay, I don't think we should be doing this. And this guy just runs out, goes troll. <laughs> And it's just, it's fucking, and it's like and a he, low budget, but it's like, cause the trolls look fucking cool. Yeah, and he just, uses like UV guns because, you know, their sunlight hurts them. Yeah, so. they turn to stone. Yeah, and, and they, uh, and if there's anybody mm-hmm. who doesn't believe in Christ, mm-hmm. they can sniff them and smell them out. So they, they can, it's like, he's when he's coming out, when they're going hunting for trolls together, it's like, does any of you not believe in Jesus? Yeah. I'm an atheist. It's like, it's, oh shit. <laughs> you're someone. coming with me. Yeah, it's, that's cool. And I, I that's, um, I think this is one of those topics we can come back to again. Well, I think when there's like, uh, well, I just kind of wanted to kind of just do like the basic outline, you know, and it's, uh, it's like the our last episode, like the Rogues Gallery of Halloween. It's like, yeah, there's so much shit we could like right. just talk about and really <clears throat> yeah, focus I mean, you on. Yeah, you could go off like I randomly had the the Netflix app just select a random movie for me last night, which ended up being uh, Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Mm-hmm. You know, this the Desperado, the El Mariachi or El, he's a myth. That's true. Yeah, so, I mean, you could anything's a myth, and I feel like this is what these last few episodes before we really get specific. These are kind of like the entry level shit, you yeah. know. <laughs> Because um, one of my favorite French ones, uh, Brotherhood of the Wolf. Oh yeah, oh, that's fuck a good one. That's yeah. A good one. That one's that one's hard to find. Really, but it's it's amazing. It's, that's a, is that actually based on a legend? Yeah, it's it like is. it's based it's, on a legend. It's like the Wolf of Sherbo or something like that. It's I, I don't know. That's <laughs> like, yeah. All right, the Wolf of Sher Khan. It's the Wolf of Sher. There's this French village that's terrorized by a wolf. 
back in like the is it like the 1600s? Yeah. Well, it, it's like a, it's like a couple of it's like 30 or 40 years before the French Revolution. Because mm-hmm. uh, the guy who's telling the story is about it's, to be executed by the fucking rebels. Is it like a werewolf base? Like I mean, no, is that what, no. Okay. Well, it, it's the, the actual legend was that there was this big wolf. Well, okay, I, I'm gonna totally murder this. Uh, the beast of uh, uh, let me see. Gavaudin or something like that. Yeah, my French is really rusty, but it, yeah, it's based on this like myth of this mythical beast that's tore ass through like essentially it's just a, it's a big ass beast okay. that's killing people off in these villages. It's like nobody's seen it because if you come across it, you're, yeah, you're dead. You die. Yeah, uh, the government essentially hires this taxidermist that's a, a world famous taxidermist. Uh, but he's also a, he's got a badass martial artist. Yeah, he's got a badass martial artist like tracker with him huh. to hunt it, hunt this thing down. But there's a myth involved. I don't, I don't want to ruin right, it for you, yeah. but it's it's crazy because basically he discovers because he's telling these these government people is like you guys are wrong, you're wrong. It's not this, it's something else. It can't be a wolf. Yeah, it's yeah, like, it, like kind of more or less people think and put it in terms like. That, like game of they're like it's like a dire wolf or something like that you know it's not like this great beast and it's like yeah like what Matt was saying yeah it's but like it's, yeah I don't want to I don't want to I don't want to it's more than meets the eye there's yeah. a political conspiracy thing going on too and it sounds vaguely similar to one of my other favorite criminally unread movies uh, Ghost in the Darkness except that actually turned oh, out to be yeah. true that's a of. good movie that's yeah. a good movie yeah, yeah. yeah. but like myth and legends they all kind of like go in the same but yeah, yeah. Ghost uh, I was telling Alyssa. She was like, I, I never wanted to watch that movie. It's like, actually, you know, it's better than you yeah. It's a fucking yeah. awesome movie. It's like before Val Kilmer ate Val Got Kilmer. Me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever there was only one Val Kilmer. Yeah. Oh, uh, man. Did I ever tell you about, like, like, I won't go into it, like in Twix, that his ex-wife plays his wife in it? No. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> and they's like, and they, I wish they were like, there was a, like a deleted scene where they're reenacting scenes from Willow. <laughs> that would be good. Uh, no, yeah, uh, yeah. Ghost in the Darkness is another good man versus man versus beast, <laughs> which is a completely true story. Pretty much the whole thing is true. Yeah, it's it's amazing that it's true, but it is. We're actually still doing about an hour and ten. So I'm gonna say real quick, last one. Did you guys ever watch the? Uh, of course, they made movie. It was a movie too. But did you ever watch the uh, Star Show for uh, Spartacus? You I watched did. I watched the whole first season, and I never. Oh, the HBO one. No, no, it was, it was stars. on Stars. Stars. Okay. I watched the whole first season, and I watched the prequel series that came out, the Spartacus Vengeance or something. Mm-hmm. No, Gods of the Arena. That's what it was. Yeah. And then whenever after the main actor had died, mm-hmm. um, when they started the new season, I didn't have stars anymore, and I only watched the first episode because of the free preview. Mm-hmm. I really. It, it started out really bad. Like, I had to really stick with it. Mm-hmm. Because the only thing that was really... That was inviting about the series to begin with was that it was really violent and there was a lot of nudity. That was pretty much it. <laughs> never Everything thought, else kind of Never sucked. thought I would hear myself say, I want to see, at current age, Catherine Zeta Jones' tits. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, she's old. I don't want to see... They're fucking fantastic. Catherine Zeta Jones? She wasn't in that. Was she? No, who's who's uh Lucy Lawless? Lucy Lawless. Yeah, Lucy Lawless. Oh god, I oh, love god. Lucy oh, Lawless. Yeah, Catherine. Oh my god. Lucy <laughs> Lawless. Yeah. No, no, there's lots there's Who? 
played Xena, who was on Hercules, the TV show. Who Myth. was a mythological yeah. character. <laughs> Boom. Boom. But no, Myth. no. But no, uh, Spartacus, it turned out to be a really good show. Yeah. Um, it what took is... about two or three episodes for it to start getting its the ball really rolling. But when it once it hit its stride, it turned into something really cool. Yeah. Okay, you told me that there was a scene in it that actually made me want to start watching it, but I never did, where it's like uh, John Hanna and Lucy Lawless, they're like husband and wife, and they're about to have sex, but they're having slaves sort of like fluff them. Oh, yeah, Like, yeah, yeah. like John Hanna, it's like this chick's like blowing him while like... Uh, a, a man, male slave is like fingering Lucy Lawless. He's yeah, like, yeah. Oh, "Are you ready?" It's like, and they're just well, having a conversation. He's like, "Well, what'd you do today?" Ah, oh, nothing. Just killed a couple of slaves. What'd you do? Ah, oh, I went to the market. All right, okay, we're done. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, "One in Rome." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Anyways, all right. Uh, it, this has been like actually, my, the, we're getting up to 50 episodes. It's really just been a long, long, long. <laughs> Attempt at me you to know, be intervention to these two guys. <laughs> this is actually our fiftieth episode. Are you shitting me? Yeah. Hey, are you shitting? Where? Oh, yeah, that's right. Because forty-eight just posted. Yeah, because we haven't dropped forty-nine yet. yet. And then this is fifty. Well, happy birthday. <laughs> hey. Well, I'm glad we had you on the show, then. Hey, Corey. number two. I feel privileged. <laughs> mm, yes, right. Like a chicken with a dick up its ass. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Harwood would said a lot better than I did. So. <laughs> On that side note, thanks for listening. Uh, as always, Matt from Hell. Eric King. Rodney McKinley. Corf Trail. Peace. Best busted. <laughs> <laughs> All right.